Mama. I am so glad that you are listening today because God has a really important topic for us to talk about today, and that is salvation for our kids. And if you are like me, this was one of the first prayers that I consistently prayed for my children because it was the first milestone that I wanted to see in their faith walk. So welcome to episode 15 of the Journey to Bravery podcast. I'm Alicia Gregg, your host. As mama, I have a vision for my children, a vision of who I want them to become and how I want them to behave and function in the world. I know that as a Christ-following mom, my vision for them starts with Jesus, with knowing him, with loving him, and with my children accepting him, not just with their mouth reciting the prayer in a group or at the end of church service, but a true churning of their hearts. For me, this was step one in my kids' walk of faith, getting them to a place of understanding salvation and what really happened on the cross so they want to serve Jesus with their life. I want my children to be great heroes of the faith. And for me, what that looks like is raising kids who know how to love. John 13.35 says, Others will know you are my disciples by how you love others. And now I'm not talking about the way that we love, our imperfect, conditional, and sometimes even withholding love. But I'm talking about them loving according to God's way, his unfailing, unconditional, and everlasting love. I want my kids to be able to hear the voice of God. John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. And I want my kids to be familiar with recognizing the work of his hand all around them. I want to raise kids that have a relationship with Jesus who need him daily. Kids who want him and seek him all on their own without me running around nagging them. I want to raise kids who would be willing to stand alone proclaiming the good news despite the possibility of persecution, even in its scariest form. I want to raise kids who won't waver under the pressure of their peers and compromise their faithfulness for temporary approval. I want to raise kids that would be strong and steadfast and brave in the face of uncertainty, walking in full confidence that God is with them. And because they are confident, because they hear his voice, because they have established relationship with Jesus, they become rooted in truth. They'll have faith and they'll be willing. They'll be willing to go and willing to do what the Lord is calling them to do. I desire for them to be true disciples, heroes of the faith. This is my picture. This is what I want most for my children. It is my mommy mission. Now, shaping them into that is no quick thing. It does not happen overnight. It's going to take time. It's a journey of learning and growing gaining understanding and insight and having encounters and experiences from me as a parent 
it will take consistency, a passionate kind of consistency that is not out of obligation, but out of a true hunger and craving for our Lord and Savior. More than just setting aside time for Jesus, he needs to become part of everything we do, even in the mundane, like dressing our children, cooking dinner, bath times and tuck-ins. He needs to be part of it all and not just a part of our day. Jesus has to become a central constant in our lives, in our conversations, in our interactions. It's all because of him, through him, and for him. So that's my vision for my kids. And the first thing that I know that I have to work towards and pray for is for my children receiving the gift of salvation. And if this hasn't happened in your home just yet, begin praying for it and keep praying for it until it comes to pass. And ask the Holy Spirit to grow you in the meantime and to guide you on how to get them there. And then watch God answer that prayer. But remember, it will be done on his time, but it will be done. Pray that your children would understand with their heart what Jesus did for them and help them fall deeply in love with him by studying and meditating on his character and the things that he experienced while on earth, the things he suffered through, how he carried himself and interacted with imperfect and difficult people. Pay attention to the lessons that he taught and the troubles that he navigated through. You know, when we take the time to study Jesus with an open heart, we cannot help but fall in love with him and want to serve him and to change our lives and everything about who we are. This is the same for our children. When our kids receive this free gift of salvation, it should be because they are moved with great compassion, appreciation, and awe for everything Jesus was and still is. It should be less about what they can get from Jesus and more about how they can honor him by serving, by being shaped into the very image of Christ. If my children are accepting Christ only because they want to make sure that they are saved, then as a mother, I need to revisit the gospel because the cross is so much more than being saved. I mean, the gift of passing from death to life is pretty awesome. Hands down, the best gift ever. But in God's plan, there is abundance. Not only do we get a place in our Father's house, but we get the Holy Spirit while we are here on earth in a fallen world. And this changes everything. It's what sets us apart from the world. We get to live an empowered life and overcoming life. We have strength now to stand firm in the storm, to not break under pressure and stress, but instead to have peace, endurance, 
wisdom, godly character, we have the authority to cast out demons and put the enemy on the run because of Jesus, because of the gospel. We are not only saved from the snares of death, but we get to live a new life, a second chance. John 16, 14, the NIV translation, and this is Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. So what the Holy Spirit directs us to do, he gets from Jesus. What the Holy Spirit whispers to us and nudges us towards, he gets from Jesus. Jesus is alive in me through the Holy Spirit. The cross is so much more than being saved. Again, really incredible gift. But even Jesus went beyond the cross. He said it is finished because the debt for the wages of sin was paid. It was finished. And then he went on to do more things. I want my children to ask Jesus into their hearts because they love him and they want to be close to him because of who he was. And the gift of eternal life is just part of the package and not the standalone reason that my children want to accept him. Before we finish up, let me share a little personal story with you that may bring you some encouragement and hope as you lead your littles or bigs to salvation. A few years ago, my focused mama prayer was salvation for my kids because we hadn't yet hit that milestone. Unlike me who grew up in a godless home, I wanted my children to be spirit Filled as early on as possible. I wanted them to understand the gospel and know who Jesus was and love him so much they genuinely wanted him in their life because of who he was and not what they could get. Shortly after we started practicing our scripture meditations, which I've actually talked about before, but basically how it goes down is we sit as a family with our journals and we find one scripture to focus on. We get a few minutes of quiet time to meditate on the meaning of it and the impact that it has on our lives. Then we share, we pray, and we just grow together. For our meditation time, God had led me to the gospel specifically. And for a few weeks, we meditated on different parts of the good news and the character of Jesus and the gift of not just salvation, but the Holy Spirit. And by the end of the week, we sat upstairs in the playroom, sitting just crisscross applesauce in a circle, holding hands, and I led them into prayer, receiving Jesus the gift of salvation and the promised presence of the Holy Spirit. This was a mommy win. It was a prayer come to pass, a desire being fulfilled, a kingdom win, a genuine sweet moment I will never forget. Now in church, they have said the sinner's prayer many times, but this was different. It was a true 
churning of their tiny hearts. It was emotional and authentic. They truly just understood what happened on the cross and what the Holy Spirit was and does. And I could see a deep, compassionate understanding settling on their hearts and their minds. They wanted Jesus and not because of what they got out of him, but because they were falling in love with him. From that day on, I've seen leaps in their faith and wisdom and growth in the development of their moral compass. Each one of them has had their own encounters with the Holy Spirit leading them, and they can identify it. They know it's Jesus. We can develop our kids in biblical principles all day long, but without the gospel, without Jesus at the center of it all, it's just principles. So where do we start? I personally would recommend hopping around the book of John and just beginning with some simple scripture meditations to take you deeper into an emotional experience rather than simply informational because, you know, most children and adults know the basics of the gospel story that Jesus died for our sins, but it's our jobs as moms to take them deeper into it, to put them in the story, to put them in the shoes of Jesus, to help them experience an emotional connection and take the word from knowing it in the mind to fully feeling it in the heart because this is where the gospel changes us. Proverbs 4 says, Our heart is the source of life. And physically, we know this to be true. But spiritually, I think we often forget Jesus has to be at the very center of our hearts. This is what gives us life. And I believe we do that not by just reading through the word, but by slowing down to meditate on what he did and who he was. So mamas, keep praying. Keep planting the word of God into your little ones. And God's promise is that none of your work will be done in vain. For your Brave Mom Challenge, write out a prayer of salvation for your kids so you can begin praying this for them. Post it up on your bathroom mirror, by your bed, wherever you're going to see it daily, and just begin praying it every single day. Mamas, I believe God answers these prayers just as quickly as he hears them. But we continue praying because of what it changes in us. It prepares us for the day that that prayer comes to pass. Matthew 21:22 says, If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. That is a powerful, peace-giving promise, mamas. So have some meditations this week also, and just enjoy exploring the truth of Jesus Christ. 
I've left some resources for you, a few scriptures that are in the book of John that might be a good place for um, you to start with on your meditations. I also left a prayer of salvation, but please make it your own and custom to the desires of your mama heart and to your children. And mamas, one last thing, I want to invite you to connect with our Brave Moms community on Facebook. Until next week, mamas, be brave. Thank you.